0: Uh, I consider this a sort of a home meeting. Um, I guess I'm not here by default as much as I'm here based on the Lord saying I'm supposed to have the service tonight. So there's a few things that I think I need to cover quickly and then we'll possibly get into one of these. If you do not have a blueprint for your life. And if it is not written, and if it's not been worked over as finding Scripture, as finding rhema words, you're late. You're late. Everyone that's joined the family of the prayer center message worldwide, the number one takeout right now And for some time, it's been that we don't know who we really are, and we don't know what He's really called us to, and we have lost, not our first love, but we've lost the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding of what He has said about you personally. And that's a blueprint. That's a blueprint. The prayer center has a blueprint you're fully part of that blueprint also but with Alan and Hans and Gary every one of them have mentioned over over and over and over again how valuable you are no matter whether you think that or not they know that that you're that valuable and so does the Lord to establish your value, to establish your place, the foundation for that is, your, is what I call your blueprint. That was first used in about 1994 when the Lord began using the word blueprint. With, with Moses, He gave him the layout of the tabernacle. Uh, with Noah, He gave them a blueprint Or instructions and he had to follow that for over a hundred years we know that story he never lost track of what he was supposed to be doing he was never concerned with everyone that didn't believe him everyone that would say you don't qualify you're not even building it next to a lake you're building it on some kind of a mountain you're as ignorant as ignorant can make a person. But what he had inside of him was a blueprint. Jesus had a blueprint. His blueprint was, Father, you sent me here to train 12 men. You have given me those 12 men. And when I'm finished training those 12 men, I'm going to come back home. He never lost his blueprint. He never lost what the Father told him to do. Daily he received instructions, yes. But overall, we've been very well taught You know that he knew where he was gone, he knew why he was here, and he never left it. In some cases, none of his disciples agreed with him. All of them thought they knew better. One of the incidents that I think Uh, It's either Matthew or Mark. Jesus had just healed Peter's mother-in-law. And he went into prayer that night or all night. And Peter came to him the next day and said, the whole city is turned upside down. They're bringing everybody here. They all want the anointing. They all want to be delivered. They all want to have the blessing. And Jesus said to him, I'm going to leave and go to the next city. I'm not here to establish a ministry. I'm here to father my Father's will. That's a blueprint. (laughs) As I look around, every one of you have an individual blueprint. Every one of you have individual instructions. If you lose those instructions. If the enemy has been successful in coming immediately and stealing the word, you're in trouble. I'm in trouble. And the only way is to continue, review it and review it. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Uh, Confession, confession, confession. This is who I am. This is who I am. This is who I am. Every single one of us And and every one of you are going through a war or a battle that whoever you're sitting next to is not going through the same battle. It's individual. And you must win. It's already winnable and it's already won. You know, God calls those things that be not as though they were and all these prophecies and every, every teaching He's continually letting us know, I still call those things that be not as though they were, and I'm speaking as who you were in the future. I have no plan B. I make no exceptions. I don't change my mind. Stay here. He recently said, put blinders on and don't see anything but me and the future. Do not look behind. Concentrate on time remaining, not on time lost. I'm older than all of you. Almost. (laughs) Almost. Bottom line of it is, I'm not allowed to continually look behind me as to how much i failed. The enemy knows, uh, let's see how to say that. Your enemy knows your past much better than you do. And he knows none of your future. So walk out from beyond him and let him stay in the past and us press towards the mark. He, uh, You all know I love Leah. There's sometimes that she allows me to know where I'm in air. <laughs> Almost, <laughs> daily. <laughs> Almost daily. <laughs> Don't you remember the Lord said this to you? Don't you remember the Lord said this to you? How many times is Gary is up here, every speaker's up here, giving honor to their helpmate, And identifying the strength within the union, within the unity, within the home. So keep your eyes going forward, period, period. To do that, you have to have, again, the blueprint. You have to have it down in writing to where you can go through like these prophecies and say, I remember when you said this the enemy is not going to remind you of what the Lord told you. He only can try to steal it. Only try to steal it. So way back when, uh, in the 80s, or maybe it was in the 70s, when the Lord gave me the first calling, the first identifying who I was and where I was to go. I lost it for maybe seven to ten years until the Holy Spirit brought it back. And that's when you you go back to the beginning. You go back to, to the cornerstone within your life. And it's not so much a calling as it is a lifestyle that's trying to establish for you as to where you're headed and where you're going. That's enough about the blueprint. Uh, The other thing that uh, he mentioned, on Dave's website, under prophecies, we have established and have made available every prophecy that has been spoken To the family of the prayer center including some of Bronx some of Jim Martin etc. to the family Uh, there are some that are from overseas we have placed it out there and it's been there since 2009 so if you want to know who you are within the blueprint of the prayer center, go out there, highlight 2009, highlight compilation of prophecies, do a scroll or do a highlight of all of them, copy it, put it in your truth library, and then go to 2010, then go to 2011, go all the way up to 2022. And you will have what I happen to call a truth library. We have Bronx, we have Jim Martins, and we have others. So one of the documents that you received tonight, all that was done was to go out there and choose, based on what the Lord said to choose, and create a document for you to have the Lord's present day speaking. You're aware, it's been said many times, that there's not a prophecy, or a word of knowledge, or a word of wisdom, whatever you want to call these. There's not a single one that ever gets out there until X number of people have read it and approved it. I'm talking maybe seven to ten. If one, if one of the ten have a question about it, it never shows up until that question is answered. In a multitude of counselors, we establish our ways, we make war, and we win. So. This is not a fly-by-night thing. This is not something to say, oh, uh, the Lord said this, or the Lord said this. This is complete instructions as to what the Lord has given the prayer center up till now. It's not by accident. You know, Holy Spirit never... (laughs) He never talks to be seen. (laughs) He never talks to be heard. Okay? Other than in the Spirit. You know, He's never there to brag. He's the most gentle, most kind, most long-suffering, everything that Jesus is, everything that the Father is. That's who the Holy Spirit is. So, I would highly recommend that you get it. And I would highly recommend that you use it as a source. It's been talked about, I think even this morning. But if not, it was in the last week or so that We need to know what the Lord has said and we need to hear it louder than the enemy. Louder than the battle that you're in. Okay. One other thing has come up. Uh, Let me see if I can just read it. How many times have we heard recently that the Lord has said, Speak the end results. Speak the end results. The two-edged sword. Speak the end results. It's really the only weapon you have against the enemy. Is your mouth speaking the truth? Speaking the truth. If in fact you're mute and you don't speak it, the Lord has nothing to work with. Nothing to work with unless you're speaking it. I don't care if you think it. I'm reading this. I don't care if you think it. You can die. You can die if you just think it. This is one of my biggest faults. I'm not standing up here as someone that is smarter, Or more obedient. One of my biggest thoughts. Or biggest faults. Is thinking it. And not speaking it. And if you fight him. On his level. You will lose. You will lose. Okay. It's awfully quiet in here. Let's go to... Um, the Lord's present day speaking that one Uh, the first one is hearken well to the instructions of my spirit I'm going to go through the first one sort of as an example of how you wore over what the Lord has said. Just like Paul told Timothy. Every one of these words are to you personally. If I walked up to be face to face and paid no attention to all of you and read this, it's to be personally. If I went up to Mike face-to-face, eyeballs-to-eyeballs, and spoke this word. It is like me speaking to him personally. In one of the handouts, and maybe I should get it. I'll read this quickly. This was uh, March the 2nd, 2010. That's what? Twelve years ago. Twelve years ago, the Lord gave us this wisdom for us to walk in. We didn't hide it. It wasn't hidden as far as the prayer center. We didn't sell it. We didn't make you buy it. We placed it out, we did handouts, we put it on the website. If you're not enlisted in the present-day speaking uh, documents that we send out, go out to the emails. If you want to receive Dave's letter and the prophecies, you click here. You sign up. It goes under a company called Constant Contact at the moment. You have to acknowledge that you really want it. And from there on out, you get every single prophecy. You get every single truth that is spoken. Every single one. Every single letter. And then you can print it. You can do whatever you're with. But we're not hiding it, okay? Incidentally, we don't own it. There is no ownership of this. From our perspective, we are stewards. When I kneel before the Lord and none of you are going to be there, when I have my meeting with Him, when I get there, He's going to let me know how good of a steward I was, not how good of an owner I was of something. He gave it to us to steward. He's the owner and He always will be. Period. In everything, every gift you have, everything that you're doing. I mean, how many times does he says I own all the silver and the gold. I own everything on the earth. When you make a contribution and give him some of yours, you're only being a steward of it because he already owned it. All right. I'm, I'm going to read this quick. It's on your other handout. As a father to my family, am I about to give you a key? For each one of those who picks up the key, it will be your staff of victory. Each word, take each word I speak to you as if it was said only to you. If you think of it for someone else and not you, you have already erred and an adjustment must be made in you towards truth. Each word I speak to you that I know not specifically to another is as if I only spoke to you. Very clear. Very thorough. You can read the whole, the whole thing. But the bottom line of it is, he makes you accountable when he speaks a word for you to make it your own. At another time, we could talk about every word like this and like the ones that we're going to read that came forth last Sunday. Every one of them, you could go through the exercise of turning every one of them into a list of confessions. Every one of them, you could turn them into a list of promises you could make them bone of your bone by doing that type of thing to have fellowship. You know, it is the message of fellowship that we share here. It's that type of fellowship. He has said more than once that when you take his word and do that, that it brings him the same amount of pleasure as when you praise and worship him that He takes that amount of, of pleasure in you sharing His Word with you. Lord, you really said this. Or however you want to do it. The nice thing about it is you can't make a mistake and you'll pass every test. Because if you don't pass the test the first time, He'll give it to you again, and again, and again, and again. You, you won't fail. He's not a God of failure. He's the God of complete success, complete victory. And what did Gary see? I can see Gary up here pointing over there and said, he came right through there and come over here and hit and said, I want to be believed. I want to be believed. That's part of believing him. The battles that you're in, there's only one way of victory. And that's through His Word. Through His Word. Okay. Let's go to the present day of speaking. And let's go to hearken Well to the Instructions of My Spirit. I'm going to read it and then show you a little bit of what you're able to do if you embrace this. Who was it this morning said and maybe it was last week, to grow, you must work. You must work. It's not a coasting. It's a work. Work these words. Work the truth. In almost all since, oh, probably 2019, we look up three Scriptures to verify what the Word said. And you notice that we have no names on here of the vessel that spoke it. The Lord cautioned us that like in, old, like in the Old Testament, there were many prophets that were rejected because of who they were, their name or whatever. So to eliminate that here, uh, if you don't like... Uh, let's use Gary. If you don't like Gary... And you know, Gary, give this word. Oh, well, how you would not like him, I have no idea. But there's others that are true words of the Lord. And that's why they're out this way. Because we want to become all things to all people that we might win some. Let's start with... uh, Hearken well to the instructions of my spirit in this hour, Uh, says the Lord, for sooner than you think, you are ready. You shall be on the front lines. Comma. Yours does not have a comma. I want to show you, it happened this afternoon at sometime between 2 and 5. Gary called Joan and said there's not a parrot there's not a comma in the right place. And here's where it's supposed to be. That's how serious we are. It didn't happen by accident. It happened for you to know that's the way it is. Every dot, every tittle. Every crossing of every T. Every dotting of every I. That's the way it is. Uh, You shall be on the front line. Remember that God calls things that be not as though they were. Do any of you feel as though you're ready for the front line? But God does. God is not a man that He could lie. He said this to fill your hope, the God of all hope, to fill your hope for you to know that sooner than you think, you'll be on the front line. Like none in this generation have seen, for I'm bringing forward the promise of my spirit. You are the generation You are the generation spoken of that shall cause the knowledge of the glory of the Lord to cover the earth like the water covers the sea. Back in 2016, on September the 4th, the Lord said this, Truly I do inhabit the praises of my people, as you become more developed in your personal time of worship with me, so my presence, which is always there, is manifested in a way where you can tell, where you can tell. And then soon, those around you will be able to tell it. And then those beyond them will be able to tell it. And my glory, my presence will cover the earth like the water covers the sea. So spend time in my presence. Spend time in worship. Spend time in developing this relationship with me, says the Lord. And truly our fellowship shall become even stronger, even stronger, says the Lord. 2016. That's what he told us. Next paragraph, hearken well, hearken well to the voice of my spirit. Follow precisely the instructions given. You are my hope in the earth. It is not my desire to find another group, although there are other groups. Do not get lifted up in pride, but as I have said before, in another place. Where do I find those whom I have groomed and seasoned and taught and trained in prayer and fasting for 20 or 30 years? When it says, uh, uh, but as I have said before in another place, when I see that, where did you say it? Where did you say it? Here's where he said it. December 12th, 2021. It is you or else. I have no plan B. Many have said, if I fail, then the Lord will raise up someone else behind me. This is foolishness, says the Lord. This is foolishness says the Spirit of the Lord. For when I take a man or a congregation and groom them for 20 and 30 and 40 and 50 years and bring them to a place of fruitation where they can bring forth, if they stop their journey or if they turn or if a man called, or a woman called, stops and turns aside. I have no other plan, for I have groomed them for decades for a purpose. I cannot raise up overnight someone who has no knowledge, someone who has no strength in prayer, someone who has not grown up in maturity. If it's you or else, says the Spirit of grace, if you fail... In this assignment then it will be many 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 decades for this region for the time is now and the time is short stay in your place and stay in your assignment says the spirit of grace next paragraph it is not my desire to start a new group And there are more than this one around the world. But know, as I have said again previously, there is no plan B. There is no plan B. You are my plan. Hearken again. Hearken to the voice of my spirit. This hour says the Lord. In March of 2022, the Lord said this, I have no plan B. I have no other place to go. I plead with those who are close enough in authority to birth it. If I could do it sovereignly, I would do it sovereignly and then pass it over to you. But I have no other way except through your authority and your birthing let the watchman on your wall be the directives of my spirit some enemies have been let into your camp already and you have treated them as a friend you have greeted them as a friend because they disguise themselves in different ways. They were friendly. They may have seemed to be a blessing. They may have seemed to have prosperity. They have seemed to be an addition to your life. But I say unto you that anything that shakes your hand or hugs your neck in person and takes you away from the continuous life of prayer, has a mask. Take off the mask through prayer and see what things are, says the Spirit of the Lord. Be careful. I'll go back to the blueprint. I don't want to show hands. Um, Most... everyone that has left the message had stopped doing the message and following the instructions and it did not come as an event in their life. It came line upon line and precept upon precept. The enemy brought distractions, okay, brought systems of thoughts that the Lord said, you know, present, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. They stopped renewing their mind and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. I'm not speaking at all fear. I'm not speaking at all failure. I'm only saying, the Lord told us, once you are mature enough that you get past the cares of daily living and fleshly frustrations, that the little ones back up away. And there's a period of almost silence. And then the bigger ones come. And what the bigger ones come, whatever they're called, is they bring the lack of unity, false doctrine, etc. A whole new warfare type of thing. Let me see. I have a picture I want to show you. Oh, here it is. Let's go to the second one. And it's titled, uh, It Will Be Worth It As You Follow Me. Uh, Pass the pictures out to whoever. You know, one so everybody sees the picture. It will be worth it as you follow me. This is Hans, those of you that were here at the service. What I saw this time as we were singing, I can only describe it by something that I saw on the Internet recently. It was a picture that said, Have you ever seen what an atomic bomb would look like exploding underwater? And as we were singing, I saw that picture, an explosion under the water coming forth. And then I began to see it in another place, in another place, in another place, in another place. What some have said would take years and years and even decades, I say to you, I can do in a moment. And I can change things quicker than you can think you can do it. So trust me when I say I'm working on your behalf. Trust me when I say I have you and I'm holding you in the palm of my hand. Trust me when I say it will be worth it as you follow me, as you stay where I have you stay and you go where I have you go. Trust me that in a moment I can change everything just like the picture just like the picture I can change it in a moment I did it for Moses I did it for Moses I really did it for Noah in a moment rain came in a And opened up the waters of the deep in a moment. That's what he's talking about. And you're ready. He's prepared you for war. And you're valuable. And you're needed.